1: and welcome to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the PSVG Podcast Network and the only gaming podcast iller than the core coronavirus. See you soon? Ah, it is I, your host, Kevin, and with me is a man whose flow spits sick, but no, this isn't SARS, Mr. Lucas Rose.
0: <coughs>
1: oh, maybe it is uh, Excuse me.
2: Uh, no, it's definitely not SARS. Please don't tell the government. Happy to be here from my bunker <laughs> in Michigan. I shouldn't have said that part.
1: You want a 14 day quarantine from your last trip to China last week? Yes. After I've, the show.
2: I've been surviving on MREs. <laughs> Not because I have to, I just like
1: MREs. Like the taste. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. 14,000 calories. <laughs> yeah. And with us, of course, because all these outbreaks, we had to be cautious and bring in someone with EMS experience. The boss man himself, Mr. Donnie Reese. Greetings,
0: Kooplings. I have no EMS experience. None. Well, I mean, you, you manage crises, though. Yeah, but no, not, not like that. I tell EMS people, like, where to go. I like to
2: pretend that you're, like, a real-life pandemic. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> like, if
1: Resident Evil were to happen, you're the guy who's going to coordinate the STARS team to come in and take care of it. If
0: Resident Evil does happen, I coordinate getting, like, um, medicine to the public. I do coordinate that, so like if, so, if like if we have to hand out like mass injections or mass bills, I'm I'm like the guy that sets up that that whole effort.
1: So you're telling me you're not the one to call Mila Jovovich Mm-mm. and get things.
0: Mm-mm. Lucas, we got the wrong guy in the show. But as I always tell my wife like we get our meds first, first responders. So like if yeah, but, st- like if stuff gets bad, I get my pills like a week before you. There's no cure for the T virus. We know this. This is true. This is so. true. Just
1: want to blow things up. We need we need Mila. Anyway, this isn't a medical outbreak podcast, although sometimes it feels like it. it might make you sick listening to it. But hey, it's a video game podcast. We got a lot on the plate tonight, as you can imagine. Uh, Donnie's been itching to talk some VR stuff, so we will yes. definitely get to that. We do have some questions from you folks out there. Uh, Nathan Thomas showed up in a big way I almost feel like he's the fourth person on the show tonight with the amount of questions he sent in between VR and the regular mailbag so let's jump right in guys let's talk about what we've been playing um let's see we have some overlap here and I know there's gonna be things we want to talk about so Lucas go first but save VR till the very end before we transition on so
2: okay um well I I also have one overlap too. So I'll, I'll start at the end and work my way forward. How about that? Uh, so I've been playing this game that my son really wanted to play. Well, I got it for him and he wanted to play it again. Sure. Wait Cars three driven to win. I'll give you one guess as to what this is about. <laughs> uh, so it's it's sort of a Mario Kart light experience. Sometimes you you do battle as you're racing. Other okay. times, you're just racing, but you play as uh, people from Cars 3. Well, not the people. There's the no cars. people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Cars are people, too. <laughs> cars uh, lives matter. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's it's a decent game. It's fun. We just kind of putter around in it. But uh, I, it actually got me thinking. I think it would be more cool or possibly even cooler if you – had a cars game where you create your own car and then okay. you play through a story mode a la any of the the career modes in sports games. Okay, and you have um, like different coaches like Lightning McQueen or Jackson Storm or, you know, whatever you could pick whoever your coach was. And you had like this season mode esque type deal, like a NASCAR game almost i don't know i thought it would be more interesting than a mario kart clone
1: it was like i mean disney infinity had some car stuff in there and you had like the toy box modes you can kind of create your own things Mm -hmm. it wasn't clearly that type of thing but it was probably the closest you'd get to something like that and i'd actually be interested to like hear your son actually play like disney infinity but like i know you yeah. don't have a way of doing that but i feel like that'd be something that both of you would have a lot of fun with between like the star wars stuff the disney stuff the the marvel stuff like yeah he definitely that would be would. pretty cool and the cars you can just drive around my kids actually took it out of um storage last weekend for some reason we're like dad can we play disney infinity on the playstation i'm like okay and they haven't played that since. Like, I got that the year it came out for them on PS3, and I got every figure for Christmas. I was that dad because I was like so psyched that they were pumped about something video game related. Yeah, and I got them all, and they haven't touched it in like two, three years. And they just sat there all day and just played toy box mode. They didn't go into story mode once, just building yeah. stuff and then flying around as like Tinkerbell, and like Maleficent or Lone Ranger. It was like all weird stuff, but that's cool. Yeah, it was. It was cool. I, I someday if you get a if you get a real console. <laughs> We can, uh, we can, uh, wow, I, can I can get you set up because I have it on Xbox and PS4. So either way, Josh gave me his when I, when I bought his Xbox. So I have oh. duplicates of stuff. So I could actually send you stuff if you had a way of playing it.
2: Yeah. My God. Yeah. That would be amazing. Well, anyway, anything would, be, well, you. I was going to say anything would be better. I, I don't know. It's okay. It's just okay. It's like pretty close to the lowest, uh, effort put in for a, for a, franchise game or whatever, a movie licensed game. It's all right. It's for the kids. Uh, The other, speaking of for the kids, the other game I've been, I tried, (laughs) I haven't really been playing. I should say is a hat in time. I've been meaning to get to this game for a while because I thought it looked pretty good when I was, you know, when, when I saw I was going to get it on humble bundle or whatever, I, I looked into it and it looked interesting. It's a little rough to look at, and I still agree because when I booted it up, it's very contrasty. Uh, The shadows are too dark, and Mm. everything else is super colorful, so it has this really vivid look. But also, if you remember in the uh, PlayStation 1 days, when they used to shade everything just by like coloring it in black a little bit, like on on their clothes or under their armpits or whatever. Mm -hmm. They just color in black and everything always looked gritty and weird. Kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Um, The other thing about this game is it runs like complete Garbo. Uh, (laughs) For some reason, now I'm playing it on PC. Remember I said
0: this like a year ago. Yeah. I bought this game when it came out and everybody was all excited about it. They're like, oh my God, it's an indie game. It's like, it's Mario 3, it's 3D Mario. And And then you play it and it's like, it's not... Don't say it Mario. It so
2: badly wants to be though. From it the does, it tries. To, give them the credit. Like,
0: it is the indie version of wanting to be it. Mm-hmm. But you know, like if you give anybody the impression if they go into it expecting to hold a controller and feel like Mario, sorely disappointed.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Even like level design and stuff is just yeah. not, just not there. You look at the, you look at a level and you're just like. It looks like somebody just sneezed all of these ideas into one spot, and then you're just kind of left to figure out where you're supposed to go.
0: I don't think it's I don't think it's bad by any means. I think it's okay. It's a good effort, um, but I would put it more like I feel exactly about a hat in time how I felt about the first ukulele game, like with, uh, mm. with the camera and the controls and everything, just kind of felt off. Just kind of like how I played Super Lucky's Tale the first time I played it when I came to Xbox. I was mm-hmm. like, this is just it's not. It's not quite, and that's the problem, um, or at least for me. I've said this a bunch. For me, if a platformer doesn't feel right, like when I'm playing the game, if I don't feel like the responses are are are, are accurate enough, like I lose all interest almost instantly. I'm like, mm, no, it's not good, and I just kind of – I don't know if I've just been conditioned that way. I'm like a snob. I have no idea what it is, but, like, I know it when I feel it, and I hate it when I don't. You know, it's just like, mm, yeah, it's not good.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can give a little, uh, a pass for some of that, but when it runs terribly, and it, it's a game that does not need to run terribly. Like, it, I don't know why it runs so bad. The the character models are very simplistic. The, the um, uh, environments aren't anything crazy, yeah. but when you're, you can't turn around without the game mm-hmm. chugging a little bit. And uh, it's almost like that load-in lag where it's like, oh, everything behind you disappeared. And now we got to draw it back in. So, really kills a game where you feel like you want the freedom to run around and build up momentum and and, and be able to jump and platform, but uh, it just doesn't work in this game very much. And I played it for a good hour or so and just wasn't feeling it. So I was I was actually kind of bummed because I thought it was going to be. Think, you know, a hidden gem or
0: something. <laughs> I think my yeah. big takeaway was I was expecting I really wanted to like love it. I wanted it to be great. And yeah. I I just don't think it's great. I do think it's okay. I think it's good. And I think if you go in with right expectations, you'll you'll find some enjoyment. You'll you'll like a l you'll like a little bit. Um mm-hmm. but to me, yeah, the camera and the controls, that that was like the, the ultimate kind of killer yeah. for
2: me. Yeah. It's just not there. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll come back to it another time when I'm not so, you know. Looking for something else to play I guess uh, another game I tried out real quick was called Dandara. this is mm-hmm. a 2d mm-hmm. platformer game that uh, it's kind of interesting because you can you don't really move per se. you jump from wall to wall and to do so you're kind of stuck in place and then you use your left thumbstick to point at the wall you want to go to but you can only go to walls, that you can reach and there's no like jumping physics. It's just point A to point B. Uh, It's not like you could ever miss a jump really. Um, But sometimes, you know, you gotta time them. There's enemies that walk along the, it's basically ceilings and floors and walls since it's 2D. looks like a Metroidvania game. There's a lot of um, navigation to be had. And it's, uh, you know, it's 2D sprite based and it looks really nice. Uh, it has kind of an artistic feel to it. Uh, there's a lot of poetry and not poetry, but, uh, just a lot of lore and stuff. It's very, uh, flowery and doesn't give you everything up front. You don't really know what's going on. Uh, you li- you start out the game in like the crib of creativity or the womb of whatever. I don't know, <laughs> you know, so it's one of those games. And, uh, but it, it, it interested me. Uh, it had some interesting com- mechanics and uh, you couldn't like attack right away either. You had to charge up your, your gun that you shoot. And there was some kind of puzzle platforming to do with that as well. And my biggest issue with it right now is I kind of feel like I'm just wandering around. I don't really know where to go. So I've just kind of been exploring and sometimes that's fun. Sometimes that's okay. Other times you feel like, you chose the wrong direction to go into and now you're just getting further and further away from whatever you're supposed to be doing. And, uh, you might not be able to <laughs> make it back or whatever, or even remember how to get back. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's very intriguing. And I, I would recommend people give it a shot to see what it's like, because it is, if you like those 2d sprite platforming as puzzler games, then, uh, it's not like anything I've really played before. Hmm. Um, it's got some interesting going things going on for it. And then lastly, uh, I'm playing a game that I see someone else here is playing as well. Uh, I'm playing it on game pass, PC game pass, uh, a plague tale innocence, Mm -hmm. which I was pretty excited for. I actually was considering buying this game just because I've heard it's a very narrative driven game. And uh, basically I'll just give my, my thoughts on it really quick and then uh, go from there. But, I, the intro, wow, I'm not gonna give anything away, but that intro, man, you know, you kind of know what you're getting into just from that little uh, area of the game. You're like, okay, it's gonna be one of these. All right, Uh, you know, family, family first, let's go, let's go through some hardships. And also there's rats everywhere. So cool, that's fun. Um, Basically, if I had to sum it up, it's a stealth, walking game with or sneaking game with some uh rats. sling with rats and some <laughs> sling elements to it. Uh, you use a sling quite a bit. Uh, like Billy Bob Thornton?
1: Like
2: <laughs> not a sling blade. Oh oh. <laughs> no, no, that's a,
1: that's something different.
2: <laughs> um boy. Boy. And uh from a story perspective, it does have me. You know, I am I am Interested in what happens in this game from a mechanics perspective, though it's, it's okay, but it's one of those games. I find that I can only play for so long before I'm kind of like, okay, I'm tired of pushing the thing that has the light on it. I'm tired of finding the thing that I have to shoot to make the thing drop. Like there's just a lot of things that repeat that aren't too difficult to figure out, but it's too, I haven't seen enough variety that um the mechanics are really grabbing me you know like batman arkham asylum or something where you're Mm -hmm. the fighting is so fluid and you're just like cool i can do this for forever this is just kind of like all right i'm gonna take this at like one or two hour chunks get some of this really good story going and then i'll you know dip out before i i have played it too much and kind of get tired of it i guess so that's kind of how i feel about it Mm. overall that's what i've been playing this week so
0: um i've been playing that game as well uh I was on the fence as well as almost buying it i 'm glad I waited for game pass because i 'm not i 'm not too enamored with the story so far um the characters just i haven 't gotten invested to the point i think it 's i think it I'll, i think a large part of it might be because of the gameplay um mm-hmm. kevin it 's like a naughty dog game without any of the shooting or yeah. stabbing stabbing the clickers or any of that you throw rocks you make distractions you you move carts you get on top of the cart to climb up to the <laughs> to the thing you can't reach it's a lot of that is there uh, less rock climbing No you climb over plenty of rock walls and things all like right out of the get gate there's a lot of climbing
2: <laughs> Yeah
0: Um and it's fine stealth games have never been my like a thing that I've really enjoyed so that yeah. that's that's really not putting the game down. That's probably just more my taste. Um, it's beautiful. It is yes. really, really good-looking video game for sure. Uh, that was the first thing that struck me. But um, I'm, I'm through Chapter 5? Five? five. I think I started 5. Oh, I'm not sure if I went through
2: the next one. We're on the same spot then. Okay.
0: And um, not that I think it was bad. I'm not saying that. But when I got through Chapter 5, because I played it, I don't know, Lucas with three hours maybe,
2: yeah, three four something yeah. like
0: that. I was like, I want to play something else. Not saying I never want to play it again. I might come back to finish it. But I was like, I just want to. I want to play something else. Like this isn't. Mm. I'm not so captivated that I can't wait to see the next cutscene. Or like that's the thing with mm-hmm. like that that style of game, right? That's and I I I hate saying this because I feel n- everybody cannot be compared to Naughty Dog, but the formula is so similar. That, like, I can't help but make the thing. The difference is Naughty Dog's characters and cutscenes are so good, you play through to get there. And I don't yeah. have that at all. I'm like, I well, really don't care what happens.
2: Speaking of which, did you notice that when they... T- okay, be- as beautiful as the game is, when the people talk, they look like Muppets. It's crazy. They just... <laughs> bop, 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, faces and, and and animal crossing. Yeah, that's like that's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, that's that stuff is really hard to put off. But man, uh, the opening level with like that that forest and like the grass and the falling leaves and like the autumnal look to it. I mean, that is that is top notch stuff. I, I was the first thing I was like who made this game? Like, this is really, really, it's a, it's better than most. Like it's, it's yeah. really good.
2: In in film, they say every frame of painting in this game, like exudes yeah. that. So crazy. Like yeah. there's parts that you get to around the area that you're in. It's a really gross part. I'm sure you probably know what I'm talking about. If you've got there, holy cow for as beautiful, even the, the disgusting things that are on display are beautiful. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It the like grotesque, grotesque stuff painting. that does,
0: but like that first, um, I don't know if you call it like a boss battle, like your first encounter. Mm-hmm. That's just that that whole experience is like not what I really want to do in a video game. Kevin, you get trapped with this boss. You have to fight, but you really can't fight. You got to be defensive in your attacks. Yeah. And it's just like, man, really? can't I just like pick up something and hit this guy with it or something like that? You know, it's, it's a game like that. It's it's, and it's not meant to be an action game. It's not an action game. Yeah. You know, it's not control. So I get it. It's just not like those types of games I don't play often. So it's really not for me. So I don't want to go too far and make it sound like I hate the game or anything like that. I think it's a very good game. I'm glad I waited for game pass because if I had bought this game, I probably would have traded it and I wouldn't have stayed around as long as I have. Mm. So, right. You're not allowed to hate games. That's my
1: job. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> so speaking of which We might as well get this out of the way Dragon Ball Z Kakarot No I'm just kidding I don't, I don't hate the game But Donnie's going to paint it like I do um,
0: So we can talk about am, that because we have that on both our lists I am taking out my issues With the way this game is reviewing On you because you just happen yep. to be The only person right. that I get a chance to do that to
1: Yes absolutely
0: <laughs> So good, good.
1: You you go because it's on your list too
0: so. The thing that happens the th- So this one has actually been one that's like kind of caught me I I like Dragon Ball Z. I consider myself to be a Dragon Ball Z fan. And I was interested in this game for a while because I thought it looked good. Like visually, I was like, man, this looks really good. Like Mm -hmm. I I might want to get this game. So I start reading reviews and I come away from reviews, score notwithstanding, thinking that the game is bad. Every review just goes... You know, it's a love letter to the fans, but here's why I don't like it. The RPG is not enough RPG. The thing is not enough thing. Like, they just go on and on about what the game doesn't do without telling you what they want it to do, like what they, what they expected it to be. And then they just, like, slap a 7.5 at the end. And they're like, there you go. That's Dragon Ball Z. Um, I'm through the Cell Saga now. So I'm like towards the end of the game, yeah, you're good. and yeah. I think it's fantastic. I've played this game for maybe 20 hours. Um, I did a little review for the Xbox Drive with Ryan Turford, and I call it a glorified musou. To me, it's very much like a Warriors game. It is uh, just a smash buttons beat up with some open-world exploring and some minor RPG stuff thrown on top of it, which a lot like... Like a like a Fire Emblem Warriors. Like, very similar, just different style of combat. Instead of being grounded the whole time, you get to fly around and you have this awesome, beautiful open world to enjoy it in. Um, but, like, the, the root of it at its base is very similar. Like, the, the style of combat is very similar. The thing that sets it apart is, in my opinion, like, the world and the cutscenes and the animation mm-hmm. is absolutely gorgeous. If you... Are a Dragon Ball Z fan and you're thinking about wanting to go back and watch the show, then I would absolutely tell you to just go look at it on YouTube. Like go Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, do a Mm -hmm. side by side comparison and you will see just how much better looking this is um, than the old style cartoon. I think it's the best way to experience that story. And then the combat is really, really fun. It is a button masher. You know, it's like a beat-em-up. You're gonna sit there and you're gonna spam like your attack button. You basically have two attack buttons. You've got you know, your melee and you've got your key attacks. But your key attacks can be offset with the shoulder buttons both sides. So mm-hmm. on, on, on your left side, those are your key attacks. And your right side, if you have a party, which you can customize, those are your party attacks. And you can mix your party attacks with your attacks to create super attacks. And then if you hold both combos or both triggers, you can go super Saiyan and Kaioken, and you can transform into bigger, more powerful stuff. But doing that type of stuff will, uh, they'll drain your energy. If you drain your energy, you'll die. All the bosses have their own patterns. You know, it's no different really than like, like a punch out type of thing. Like everybody's got something that they do and you got to learn what they do to beat them. And uh, once you do it, kind of becomes somewhat easy. I, I honestly can't say that I've had too terribly of a hard time playing this game. I think it's pretty easy. Um, especially if you are adhering to the levels that you're supposed to be and the enemies that you're fighting. If you're like within the range, like if they're yeah. level 30 and you're level 25, you're fine. The mm-hmm. only other time you'll have issues if you're level 25 and they're level 42, now you might need to like have some potions and stuff like that. Um, but all that said... I, I don't understand why so many people, I, I like, I don't want to, I just don't understand what they thought it was. You know, like so many of these reviews are like, well, you know, it's, it's not like it's, it's RPG systems. Like, what do you expect? Did you, th- did you think it was the Witcher? Like, did you walk in expecting it to be Fallout? Like, I mean, I think we knew what it was supposed to be, you know, it's Dragon Ball Z and like, we saw the gameplay and we, and I just think from what we, what I expected, I'll put it, I'm going to stop speaking for other people. From what I saw about this game leading up to it, that's exactly what the game that I, that, that I played. So it's like, I can't really fault them for that. It's, I don't know. It's like, I want to I go ask all these reviewers, like, do you, do, you, do you take this approach with any other game that you review? Or is it because you don't like Dragon Ball or didn't want to play this, or are you just kind of using this as your kind of foil to just throw stones at this one? That's kind of, I don't know. This one's kind of bothering me. I've, I've been this way for reviews for a while. And this one kind of just tipped me over the edge. I'm like, you know, reviews are real dumb. (laughs) Like, I just, I'm just gonna stop reading them all together. So I reviewed this game for gamesreviews.com. And uh, no,
1: um, I I think everything you said is is completely valid. Um, I can only speak for myself here. So not really defending myself, but my stance is the RPG elements. It's more because they kind of advertise the game as being an RPG. yeah, And I hate this whole conversation of like, what is an RPG? I'm not going to go down that route, but it's very much not an RPG.
0: Well, I mean, it, it's it's very much like you just go back. No, I to disagree battle, with you. I disagree with you, you. I can't. I can't let you say that because there is a, a very deep upgrade skill tree that you earn experience to do. That's every RPG I've ever played. And this game has it. So how is that any different? It's How is it any deep. different than, you, like, you, Horizon or or Final Fantasy or, or Pokemon so, or anything else? So, for everyone
1: listening, the way you level up, so the RPG elements he's talking about is as you traverse this beautiful world, which I'm not arguing that, you collect these different floating orbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you then use those orbs to
0: unlock skills. Sure. But you also get orbs from battle. Yes. And doing side quests. So, it's not the only right. way you get them. No, 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 no. I know. But I'm just saying, like, that's not a really rich, deep
1: rpg element system you grab balls and you eh, you grab balls and then you just click a token saying that's the next skill i unlock you're not you're not putting attributes specifically towards like hey i'm gonna upgrade my strength i upgrade my intelligence or defense whatever it's just you you click the next move that your character unlocks but
0: you but you do more than that they're, they're like i understand what you're saying like at the yeah. face value of it like at the simplest explanation you're right but if you dive in and you get into the details of which is not required you can play no, this game no. really without even doing it. Yep, so I exactly. think if you're going to if you're going to hit the RPG system, it's that it's that it, it doesn't it's not really necessary. You, it like, right. you can actually kind of play through it just clicking the stuff, you know, without without really paying attention. But if you do care about it, um, you earn more experience and you earn more, um, you know, materials to upgrade in battles than you do like around the world. So you could spend all of your time going and collecting all those orbs It's really not necessary. Um, You're going to have plenty to upgrade, but even when you upgrade your paths, like every character has their own chart Mm -hmm. and they go in separate paths. So you can unlock more HP or more attacks or all kinds of different stuff, better buffs for experience or cooking. There's a whole cooking thing that goes into this. Like, I just, I get what you're saying, but it's there. Like if you were to compare it against anything else, like it's as there as any other game I've played. It's really, I mean, how is it different? It's like, that's my, how is it different? How's it different from a different game? How's it change? It's,
1: it's, it's as much of an RPG in that description as Mega Man is. You, you continue your battle, you get further in levels, you unlock new abilities. It's not, like I said, you're not, Selecting and not every RPG is the same, so I'm not making that argument there either. It's like, but you're not picking actual attributes to make a difference. Like as you as you progress story, okay, you get Goku's Super Fireball or you, yeah, know, but special, whatever, you know
0: but those special abilities they can change, they can make a big difference. Right, right. It's just it's just the way it was. There's a lot of them. Seem like uh, that. There's nothing. The, the best- I'm not a Mega Man person, so like I don't want to because I, I don't know. But like I know Mega Man, he gets you know some attacks that you can unlock. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, like every character has like a hundred. Like the skill tree is not like six things you unlock. You all unlock the same ones. They're very different.
1: They are, but they're not. There's not a hundred moves. You unlock like eight moves and you unlock higher tiers for the same move. That's true. Yeah. So it's like you got his Kamehameha, you unlock level two, level three, level four. It's the same move. And you have to
0: beat certain training levels, which require materials and things to unlock those to even get to the skills. Yeah. So like if you want that grindy RPG, it's there. That, that gameplay is there for you.
1: It's there, but there's no there's no benefit to doing so. He still is just throwing the Kamehameha. It's just more powerful. It's mm-hmm. not like you're you're grinding to get the Master Sword, where that was a difference in the game, or you're not grinding out to get the certain weapon and Fallout or whatever. But I don't want to harp on this point because I have other points to make, too. The best analogy you made, and I didn't think of it earlier, was the Warriors one. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So, here, so here's my challenge. The Warriors games, critically speaking, and most commercially... Accepted versions are the ones based on established franchises. I mm-hmm. rule Fire, uh, you know, Fire Emblem, Dragon Ball Z. That's fine. If you were to strip that layer away and make this any other type of game, would you have enjoyed it as much?
0: Well, I mean, no. To, to so because, but you're talking about a big part of this game is the animation, the cutscene, and the story yep. that it's telling. Yep. So, like, if you just strip the cutscenes, animation, and story from any game, is it a better game? Like, that's not—I don't think that's. I'm not, very I'm not saying applicable. strip that. I'm. I'm, I'm well, I mean, just you strip. have to. If you're stripping Dragon Ball Z from it, that goes with it. Like, you can't have Dragon Ball Z. But with if it's, it's it.
1: not Goku and it's Steve instead, and Steve does the same things Goku did, but you just don't have that
0: familiarity with if it. If you could run around engaging. the world and collect orbs and do side quests and beat up people like Link, and awesome anime graphic explosions, and do that, I think people would love this game more. They I called think, that infamous. They made a bunch of those. And I love those games. I <laughs> right, mean, I think right. ultimately that's why I went to the Musso route because I realized that sure. I think it's a. It's simplistic, it's linear, it's a beat up somewhat repetitive. I like that. I yeah. play those games all the time. So that's where my buy. – I'm not – the scores aside, I don't care what you – I'm not saying yeah, the yeah. game's amazing. I no, think no, the yeah, score but, is right on. Seven, 7.5, eight, like that's about where this game is. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I just don't like the conversation around it. Sure. Like, if you read some of these things, it's like, I hate this game, 7.5. I'm like, none of this is lining up. I didn't
1: go that route. I was not that bad. To to my defense, I don't think I was that bad with my review. I I point out some flaws, yes. Could I point out more things I would have done different? Sure, but I don't see that being a place for me when writing a review to say, here's what I would have done to make it better, because I'm not reviewing the game then. I'm just telling you what my version of said game would be. Lucas, um, did you, do, you,
0: do you like the Dragon Ball Z? Have you ever done it?
2: Um, I haven't really sat down and watched it. I was more of the friend who didn't watch it and just okay. made fun of it on the side. But I'm not against it now. Like, hmm. okay. I'm less making fun of it now. I was actually interested in the game because it does look really good. The combat is and, a lot of fun.
0: Like When you really master it, there is a lot of fun to be had when you do it correctly. Um the only thing I was really say the best thing about this game, and the, the big disagreement that Kevin and I had in the Discord is that I would absolutely recommend this to somebody who is thinking of wanting to get into Dragon Ball Z. See, yep, yeah, this is the last question. point I want to make up. <laughs> yeah.
1: So the the private comment I had to Lucas about this prior to the show because he was asking more information about this Donnie was that if you never walked into this, yeah. th- this was your first intro to Dragon yeah. Ball Z, other than maybe seeing commercials, seeing sure. kids with t-shirts on it. That's my son's more, experience. It's way more except right. It is the equivalent of saying I learned about Star Wars from Star Wars Lego. You get you get snippets of the story, you get the gist But you're just thrown into it, not necessarily understanding
0: everything that happened. I understand the point you're trying to make. I think the way that you're making it is overly dismissive of how good Mm -hmm. the animation is and how better that is over the source material. There's nothing in a Lego Star Wars game that's better than watching Star Wars the movie. There are things. There are things in Dragon Ball Z Kakarot that relate to the story that are better than the source material. Like it's better. It's improved. It's the best way of seeing it
1: dropping into like the, the very first 30 minutes of the game, you're introduced to probably about 10 characters. Yeah. And you may, coming from the outside, Lucas will probably know, uh, Goku, maybe Gohan and maybe Piccolo. Mm -hmm. Sure. Hey, but they throw you right in as if you're supposed to know. Those people like, "Hey, Master Yoshi trained this guy." And you this know, is the other point it, like, we argued.
0: How is that any different than any other new game? Like, I just played Plague Tale, and I didn't know half of the people when I started the game. But I'm not like going to go and talk about how I didn't know anybody. No, that's <laughs> but you're but you learn about them. These are already like it's you watching... learn about them if you kept playing the game. But it's like
1: saying, okay, I watched you know Friends. I jumped in on season four. I, I understand There's the a point. lot of stuff I, you're not going to understand. I understand the point you you're trying to art. make. There
0: are yeah. Dragon Ball references that are yes. before the story is technically taking place. As I right. said, right. there are side quests and memories that fill that in. But at the same time, I don't I don't like that point being made as a deterrent to the game because I don't think that's a consequential point. At no point does that change what the main story that you're experiencing does from that point forward.
1: Right, but it's, I wish it doesn't matter. instead of instead of covering eight years of a TV show in
0: one game, to it smaller, make it and flesh out that story. That we agree with. I would have liked yeah. it. So I really like that how much effort they put into the cutscenes and the yes. story. Like Absolutely. they basically take three hundred episodes of Dragon Ball Z and they let you experience the best parts of it without any of the filler. And Dragon Ball Z has tons. <laughs> a filler. If you've never watched it, this, they have entire fights, one fight that span like fourteen episodes. Mm-hmm. It takes fourteen hours for you to get from point A to point B. This game does that in like five minutes of a cutscene, yeah. and it's like it's a really great way to digest it. That's why I think if you were interested in it, this gives you all of the knowledge without any of the investment. The it's notes. just here's all the stuff without you, you know, spending. Uh, 500 episodes to 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 learn it. Um, I also think because it's like a sandbox, you have to fly around and you get to throw like kamehameas whenever you want. I think it's a great game for like kids, man. Like I gave the thing to Jack, and he just you talk about you know who loves flying around, just collecting orbs. Jack, he flies <laughs> around, collects orbs for hours, man. Fights random encounters. He doesn't care. He's not you know trying to beat it so he can move on to the next thing or you know like he's just having fun playing the game, and the game is a lot of fun um i've i've really really been enjoying it and um i i just i i mean it's 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 intriguing because it seems like there is like a collective this is what the game is and um yeah as, as a fan i just feel like it's getting a little disservice
1: well see that's what i'm saying like as a fan the game is great yeah as a non-fan it's a good game not a great game i think and it's the difference how would that be any
0: different than any other fan like exactly that's a-
1: that's why I'm defending myself with that exact argument. You're attacking me. And I'm like, that's I'm not the same attacking thing you be for anything.
0: I'm not attacking you. I, I think you it's, I said I was going to be the attack point because you couldn't talk to anybody else who wrote reviews. The so thing I'm that, saying. the thing that makes me, I, I hate, I hated seeing it. Cause I saw it like 10 times. Like yeah. every review started with DBZ Kakarot is a love letter to fans. And I'm like, isn't that what it's supposed to be? So why are you trashing it and like giving it a low score? Like that's the goal. Make a love letter to fans. <laughs> Like that's the game. That's what you're trying to do. It sounds like but mission a mission accomplished. And a half or an eight is not trashing a game. I'm not. Let's see. But you're focusing on the score. I'm not focusing on the score. I'm just focusing on okay. the conversation. The I don't give a crap about the number they stamp at the bottom. If you say how bad it is for 18 paragraphs, and then you give it an eight, the eight is null and void. It doesn't matter because mm. you didn't say why you liked it. But who like, actually reads them? They just jump to the score. You just thing. kind of <laughs> glance over. Like you know, it's <laughs> right. it's just it's. I feel like reviews are just criticism. It's just how many things can we say critically about a game? And I don't feel like enough reviews are giving games credit for the things that they do well. You know, it's like, well, it's a good looking game. It's a great looking game. Like, give it credit for like the things it does well, you know? It's a great looking game because it looks just like the cartoon. It looks better than the cartoon. It's not like a hype. It looks better than the cartoon.
1: But if you put it up against... Side by side of us or something like no, no, to the cartoon. Yes, it's a great looking cartoon. It's not a great looking game overall in the sense of like you compare it to a, you know, last of us, uh, you
0: know, uh, um, prizes or
1: dawn even like that.
0: So that would be an opinion that you're making based off of your, your, um, you know, like your desire for photorealism. I would gladly take a beautiful-looking cartoon if done well. Like that's that is still very that's as good as any realistic graphic But that's, graphics easier, that I've seen.
1: that's easier to replicate. I mean, is it? That, that's my. We have point. a lot yeah, of
0: games like Control and Last of Us. We don't have a lot of cel-shaded open worlds. Like, is it easier because it doesn't seem like a lot of people are doing it? I just think people don't necessarily want it as much. Hmm. Man, I don't know. We'll see. Ubisoft sad. is like, doing a, that one. As a
1: huge know. Wind Waker fan, that really hurts well you know my stance on Wind waker anyway moving on let's let's keep it flowing here um the only other thing i'm playing right now is horizon zero dawn as i alluded to um by mentioning it earlier and i I brought up in discord too um man i really wish i didn't miss out on days gone and horizon zero dawn earlier um horizon zero dawn is a great game an amazing story beautiful combat system the world i love with the the robotic dinosaurs and whatnot um one of the things I just want to highlight, though, because this is old. Old game is old. <coughs> alloy. Alloy, whatever you want to say. Aloy. Aloy. The, the pronunciations are one of the things that annoy me in this game because you look at things like this, doesn't you say things the way it's not spelled. Um, I give kudos to this team for having a female lead character that can convey passion, drive a story, and they're not sexualizing her at all. Like, you, you play Tomb Raider, sexualized. Anything else. Like, she, they, they, even down to her clothes, like, they don't try and do that, that thing where you say, like, hey, you're playing in this medieval game. She's going to wear a loincloth and nothing else, and the guy standing next to her is wearing full armor. They don't do any of that stuff. I like it. I, I applaud them for that. I don't think anybody really uh, pushed that agenda before. Like, like, Zelda in Breath of the Wild and Aloy are probably prime examples of where these things should be going versus uh, a lot of the other games that are out there but yes kudos to that um next up for me review wise is a game that tani brought to my attention i haven't started playing it yet but i will be able to talk about the review will be out next by the time the next episode comes out and that is stone so for those of you who don't know stone is a single player third person interactive story now brace yourselves listen listen closely here where a hungover koala detective wakes to find his lover alex has been kidnapped Walk, talk, drink, dance, smoke, watch, sauna, trip, and find Alex. It's described as an Aussie, stoner, hip-hop, noir story game. Can't wait to play it. I know, me either. (laughs) I'm like, this is fantastic. Just by description alone. So that'll be the next review, and I'll be able to talk about that next week. Kind of on the opposite side of that. I'm just kind (laughs) of like, uh, because
2: that's fine as long as it doesn't take over the entire like oh wouldn't it be funny if there was a koala who got stoned all the time i worry that it's going to be no, i'm here for it.
1: like a dude where, dude, dude where's my
0: car type game
2: yeah instead of um i'm Big thinking lebowski, like i'm know. thinking
0: like lebowski
1: if it's that that's it fine. looks more like that just it by does, the trailers it looks yeah. more chill than than you know the, lebowski uh, uh, koala well, Express game. or something yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah
2: as long as it's uh you know a little the bit deeper than, than a koala smoking out of a giant bong or whatever. I mean,
0: I'll take that, too. I, you know what? I'm, I'm here for that, too. Either way. You know what? Um, RPG systems are a little light. 7.5. <laughs> yep. Yep. But he made a bong out of a watermelon. Um, well,
1: 9.7. There's got to be crafting. That'll get a 10. Exactly. Um, the only other thing of note that I'll be able to talk about more next week, uh, mm-hmm. I did trade in a bunch of stuff. I kind of had a Donnie itch sensation there where I'm like I have all this stuff I'm not playing this I'm not going to touch this again why am I holding on to it it still has value let's trade it in so I traded a bunch of stuff got my copy of uh, Animal Crossing New, Le- uh, New Leaf <laughs> New Horizons um, did you get stuff. the Tom Nook thing that goes on your phone no I did I yes. just did the Amazon one nice. I just did the Amazon thing um, so I, that cause I traded into Amazon because they actually giving me more credit than GameStop would have sure yeah um, man, that's um, so, I, so I did that way they're just giving you the regular game so I did that so that's covered when that drops um but i did get and it will be here tomorrow ring fit adventure so i can join oh, yeah brother lucas the brotherhood our, of the ring ring fat adventure so we can pop booty them pop. booties yes. booty popping adventures um so I'll I be did able to some talk wide
2: squats today man i unlocked some <laughs> wide squats and boy i felt good i mean you literally are popping that booty
1: are to you gonna be able part. to do like the the, the splits like um i Um, will never do the splits (laughs)
2: splits. (laughs) i can't even like touch my toes without bending my knees so
1: me either maybe someday we'll get there um so i have that and um yeah so that'll that'll be what i'll be talking about upcoming will be stone and ring adventure for next week i'm sure Oh boy but uh donnie what else you got going on oh man i don't have the thing open what did i type in there uh, Life is Strange, which nobody cares about. But then you went back to Far Cry 5. I care. Oh, man. I,
0: I went back to Far Cry 5 after playing a Plague Sale for three hours. And I was like, yeah. I, just, I need to play Far Cry. And Kevin, I played the opening mission and like, Care, and I was like, I'm so happy. Like, I played it just for, like, the opening first mission. I was like, this game is so good. I'm so happy I decided to come back and play it. I almost um, bought that, too. Playing a different character... Um, playing the male character this time play the female character the first time Oh, okay. so um, we'll see how that changes Characters. things and all that but uh, I'm trying to play like differently so like instead of like oh I've got to take down the seed family like now I'm going to try to like give in to their temptation a bit and see what happens in the cut Ooh, um, okay. totally did the, the spoiler ending Ooh. where I didn't arrest him I just sat yes. there for a goof <laughs> yeah, for like five minutes and then they finally like the game just ends it's like you did it you left you win and I was like this is crazy it's so funny um, but yeah, man. Very. I'm gonna play it after this. I'm gonna play it tomorrow. Like I'm. I'm really excited to be playing that game again. Uh, but Lucas, the reason that we're here, yeah. the reason anybody's listening to the show, is that we yeah, are here me to talk about, about Dragon Ball Z virtual <laughs> oh. reality. Yes, Lucas, we are Oculus Bros. We've done it. I've joined. Is that your, like, come yeah, it is. I've joined <laughs> your your clan. In the PSVG Discord, we've taken over PC Masterface. It bows to the VR brethren. It's Uh, true. Man, Um, I know we've got some questions, Kevin, so you work them in wherever you want. I've been playing all the VR things. I'm going to talk about a couple of those games. I'm proud of you for that, by the way. And then I'll let you kind of steer the conversation. Um, I just want to catch everybody up. I bought an Oculus Rift. The money that I was setting aside for the. No, 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 you didn't buy a Rift. I'm sorry. I bought a Quest. The money that I was setting aside for what I think is the inevitable Tlu 2 PS4 pro. I just gave to the, the Oculus quest, like in a moment of impulsivity, I won't be getting a pro. I'm just going to be playing the last of us two on my standard PlayStation four. And, um, I'm really, really excited. I, I like VR a lot. I wanted to say this first, my opinions on, I'm going to say things like about PlayStation VR. And it's going to sound like it might sound bad, and it's not meant to be that way. PlayStation VR is the reason why I got interested in VR. Like, they are the reason. So hats off, kudos to PlayStation, you know, because, like, when they started doing it, I wasn't even interested in any of this, you know? It wasn't until I started seeing Beat Saber and, like, Rhythm Games, games I, you know, like, I love Rock Band and, and Luminez. I'm like, oh, that, that stuff speaks to me. And I got Beat Saber on PlayStation VR, and I was like, I love this game. And I started looking at YouTube and all the people that play Beat Saber on PC and they customize it and they've got new songs. And I was like, that's the Beat Saber experience that I want to be playing. There is, or at least for me, I think like any Wii owner will understand exactly what I'm trying to say right now. Like the moment that I got PlayStation VR, there was that this is really cool and playing in VR, but there was also like that instant. Yeah, but this is probably not as good as it could be. You know, like you you just feel like you're kind of playing like, you know, it's entry level. You know, it's like, man, I bet this is really, really cool, like with HD graphics. And if we were cordless and we didn't have all these things and all that type of stuff, you know, like there was a part of me that always felt that way. So when I got the quest, I got to tell you, man, I was blown away to cut the cord, to put the headset on, to play Beat Saber with no cord. In the room and still be like, uh, Oculus Quest can beam to Chromecast natively. Yeah, that's really cool. You just go stream and it shows up on the TV. So it's not like an isolated experience. You can still play with everyone else in the room, which is, a, the that's how we mainly play VR, is we pull out the VR and we play as a family. It's like the one of the last hurrahs that me and the kids still play games together is we trade the VR unit. Um, because my daughter loves VR. She always has. PlayStation to now, she plays it. So I'm really, really excited that I got it. I think I was like, after the trade and everything, I think I was Oculus for like 100 bucks, And mm-hmm. I sold my PlayStation VR for more than that. So it was just basically a straight trade. I traded a PS4 and you know VR for the Oculus. Um, and since then, I've been buying games, um, basically trying to replace my um playstation vr library so lucas i wrote down the games that i've bought on my oculus quest and i'll let you ask me which one you want to talk about first okay um tea time golf beat saber 2md virtual reality football drop dead dual strike pistol whip and the walking dead saints and sinners oh man i mean i gotta say
2: I'm surprised that the sports game's out there. So I want to know how this football game Have works. you not played it? No, I don't even know what it is. I
0: played this game on PlayStation VR. I bought it when it was on sale for like $8. bucks. It is a football game where you play as the quarterback. Quarterback? Okay. You stand there in a stadium, and you can see all the players on the field. You can go to a dry erase board. You can draw your own routes. You can set up your own plays. And you literally drop back, and you throw the ball down the field. If you score a touchdown, um, you get like this little ring mini game where you can run up the score. Oh wow! And uh, Jack, my son, absolutely loves this football game. He he's all into the football. He's die hard. He's got that itch right now, and he plays this game constantly. And I gotta admit it it's it is pretty fun. It, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay like most. I would pay for is like twenty bucks. But if you can get it for less than that, totally a lot of fun to have. Fun game.
2: My question is, how is the throwing? Because I find throwing to be very
0: awkward. On PlayStation 4, on PlayStation VR, we had a lot of problems. (laughs) Like, there were lots of times where we would throw it, and the ball would go into the ground and zip off the other way. On Oculus, with those new controllers, and, like, that... I don't know, like, Oculus is crazy, Kevin, because it actually, like, registers your grip without you pressing buttons. So you can, like... Push buttons with your finger without pushing buttons on the controller. You can make fists in games. Like you can do all of this without actually pressing. It's not button commands. You can just do it just by moving your hands around the controller. So it's a lot better. It's a lot better. I'm. uh, I was playing that game um, the first day. Um, Unlike on PlayStation VR on Oculus Questman, I'm dropping like 45 yard bombs to the corner of the touchdown, (laughs) just L weighing it in there, man. And it's a lot of fun. It's kind of dumb. Like basically the characters. It's like um, it's like those old school football like air air table games where they yeah, all just yeah. kind of like oh, bunch yeah. into each other. So the whole really idea is freeing up your receivers to run, and then you just throw it. And basically, like, if you throw it and they're near the ball without a defender being like between the two, they'll catch it. You know, it, it's not it's not like Madden. I'm not trying to express that at all. But if you've ever wanted to, it's the game that got my father in law interested in it because he loves football and when he saw that we were playing football because it is cool it's very colorful and you like you have the stadium audience sounds like in your ear you see the scoreboard in the sky and you can look around there's like three levels of of people and you see the whole field and that is really cool like that vr experience just alone is really neat nice
2: how about well when I when I would throw things in games especially like grenades and stuff I couldn't get out of my head that I was going to accidentally throw my controller mm. even though it was like connected to my wrist it still felt weird to somehow let go but at the same time hold on to the controller sure so that was probably the biggest concern that I had when playing a game about throwing a football every you know the
0: whole time we did talk the first week I got it because I've had it for a couple weeks now one of the things with oculus quest with the oculus with the touch controllers Mm -hmm. one of the things that I encountered um, playing beat saber is that if you were squeezing the handles too much the battery covers (laughs) would slip off and uncover like the battery like because they're they're like magnetic so they're not like snapped in there by like a pin you just break the seal and they pop off
2: there I have mine right here. Mine's different though, we we found out because my rings go below my hand instead of above like yeah. yours do. So I don't have as much problem like mine they just
0: Yeah. See that's how easy they come off. You can just push them. So um I did some Googling. This is actually a problem for Quest owners, like a lot of people bring it up. They make grip cases. Kind of like Wiimote grip cases, but like more textured and rugged than that. And I just I bought those and they're like fifteen bucks and I slid them in there. Problem solved. Put the wrist strap on. Good to go. Never had an issue since. So um, yeah, that's a lot of fun. Nice. What next? What, what about this golf game? Then we'll we'll keep the sport train going. Teeny time golf. I got. I've actually streamed a bunch. I got on Steam. This is a game for three dollars. Was on sale, and it has VR support. And I'm, I'm actually wow. glad we're to talk about this one because um, I've played it with a controller just by itself. It's like a little mini Hot Shots wannabe, and it's fun. It's good. Good golf game. Good graphics. Um, fun times. I played it in VR. Now, with the Oculus Quest, you can plug it into your PC through the link, the Oculus link, which is just the USB-C cable that can do power. That's all that means. Mm. Um, So I bought the cable off Amazon for 15 bucks. Smart Um, man. (laughs) And I played Steam VR so you can play steam vr through the oculus quest you're not just restricted to just playing on quest it's plug and play you just plug it in start the game start steam vr put the headset on and it pops up in the headset like so that's good it's easy um, the controls don't seem to work in steam vr as well as like oculus native support so mm-hmm. like trying to recenter the camera like i'm holding down the oculus menu button to recenter the camera didn't work like i was trying to change my view you know, like this way instead of looking this way, and I couldn't. And I even like restarted the game and like turned the headset this way, and then started it again, and it still was facing the other way. And there's just nothing I could do about it. So, uh, my time with tea Time Golf, at least in a VR space, is I, I probably just want to buy it on Oculus. I'll probably want to buy it again on the mm-hmm. Oculus store, so it's just fully supported. It still seems like that Steam VR via Oculus is kind of like a beta. It's like something that they've made happen, but it's not really supported. I've also read that controls in games are not always because they're like using the Steam controllers versus the Oculus controller. Yeah. So like it's just not it's not like real good right now. Or at least my experience through it wasn't great.
2: I've had similar quirks. I mean, it's not definitely the most smooth transition. A lot of the time, the Oculus games just tend to work better. Than the Steam VR ones. Uh, what about Pistol Whip? Because I thought this was—you brought this up when I talked
0: about Super Hot VR. Super Hot VR is great, and I will be rebuying it. It is a lot of fun. Um, Kyle got me into Super Hot. Basically, was like it's like the Matrix, right? Because mm-hmm. um, as you move, like everything else moves around you. Pistol Whip is like the Matrix meets Beat Saber. So you're like an auto runner. You start running down this corridor. It's all these crazy neon colors and stuff, Kev. People pop out. It's like the mode it's like a like a light gun game like on like an acid trip. Like blood what is the the far cry blood moon or blood dragon, whatever? Blood dragon. Yeah, yeah. blood dragon. That plus light gun game pistol mm. whip. Um, all these colors neon things, these people pop out. You get to see their laser sights. So they turn their laser sights to you. They shoot and you see the rings of the sound waves off the bullets as they come. Oh nice. But it, it's not slow motion. It's go like you're going. So you have to dodge Um, and then you shoot them. You aim at the ground to reload. You have pistols in both hands and you go and it's like the synth music is pumping and it's just pow, 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 pow. Um, I took a little bit of like a gif video of my kids playing it. I mean, at one point, my son was like on the floor, like he just laid down. (laughs) <laughs> um, because I mean, like it just, it, it really will put you in limbo because you're dodging one this way and this one, and then you, you lift your leg, you like, move around. Um, if you want to be active and you want to be like immersed in something, it's a lot of fun. And sometimes they get crazy. Like you'll walk up to a level like the matrix where like 10 of the agents will just appear and you've got to go through them all like as fast as you can. And if you're too slow, they'll shoot you. And you start all over, and you do it all over again. And um, it's score-based, so it's a great game to take the headset off, pass it over here, let them go, run through the same level um, with the Chromecast, stream it. Everybody gets to watch. You know, a lot of fun. That's so cool. Uh, Walking Dead. Ooh. So this is the new one, Kev. This is a brand new game that just released.
1: See, I'm interested in this because I heard it's not so great, so I want to hear what you say.
0: Who told you that?!
1: Uh, there was numerous articles said this
0: game is amazing. This is what I bought VR to play. It's the game. Like this is this is the the VR ultimate like full game experience. Not not a bite sized thing. Not a rhythm like flail your hands thing. Not the gimmick. This is a fully realized a virtual world VR game. It's it's zombie you meets, like, The Walking Dead, full VR. I read one article
2: when you had mentioned it, because I was like, oh, this is out now. And it had said that something I played a lot of, Arizona Sunshine, was used to be basically the bar that most zombie shooter games were measured for or towards, uh, as in, you know, this was kind of, like, where we've set the bar now. This mm-hmm. is a great game. And this has surpassed that, and... Created a new bar that other games have to have to reach to, to be as good as this Walking Dead game. So what I read was positive, basically is what I'm. Saying. I jumped that in was only one article.
0: I paid full forty dollars. This is like I just day one started playing it. I've played maybe four hours. The thing that I love about the game so much is the immersion, not so much like the I don't want to call it the game like the game design. The game design mm-hmm. I feel like is going to get repetitive because you have a mission somewhere. Um, you know, let me start over. Um, Kev, stop typing. Here's the thing. I'll find the article. (laughs) Here's the best thing about this game. All right. I'm just going to sell you right now. When you kill a zombie, you feel it. Um, and here's what I mean by that. In the training mode, as you start going through, you get a screwdriver and you go to hit a zombie in the head with a screwdriver and it only goes in like halfway Mm. and you gotta, you gotta push it in there. (laughs) And then you've got to grab the zombie by the head and you got to pull it out. And you feel the vibration in the hand. Like you feel like you're doing it. And that is something I have never, ever experienced in a video game before. And that alone almost makes it amazing. Now, um, you go through the little story setup and all that. And basically here's how this works. You get put in a bus. This bus is like your home. It's your safe. It's your base. Right. Okay. Um, You go into the map. The map basically tells you where you need to go next. Like, here's your next area. Here's what you need to do. You need to go get a microphone because you're trying to put together this radio so you can talk to these people, right? So you get on your little skiff or your little rowboat or whatever. You go over there and you've got to go into like a mansion. The entire time you have a watch that's set to time when the church bells go off. Because when the church bells go off, all the zombies get riled up and you don't want to be outside. So it's almost like a time-based thing. Like You got to get in and get out. Um, you can go off kind of in any direction. You can go through any house. You can scavenge. You can collect as much as you want. All these things, materials, matches, you know, water bottles, food, whatever. You're constantly putting all this stuff in your backpack um, what is until it, you, Skyrim. It is kind of <laughs> until you, you know, you you complete whatever so you get mission a narrow in the knee. Until you complete whatever your mission is, and then like sometimes you'll come across people in in that area that'll ask you for like side quests. Like they're like, hey go kill my family member or go get this thing or, you know, something like that. My 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 husband became a zombie. I can't kill him. Can you do it for me? If you Mm -hmm. do it, I'll give you the thing. So you do all that. You go back to the base. You dump all of your crafts material into this box that, like, breaks it down in the materials for you to craft new stuff. This is the part I don't like about it. To craft new, better things to go further the next day. And you Mm kind of just keep doing that. But Mm -hmm. the immersion that you feel walking around at dusk, hearing the zombies, you know they're there. They're around the van or behind the corner. And then when you get cornered and they come on and you pull out an axe and you're holding it with both controllers and you slam that axe into them and it doesn't go all the way through and they're still reaching for you and you're like trying to shake them off the axe so you can hit it again. That experience is what sells the game. That's what's, that's, I've never, there's been no immersive, V like again, that's the VR moment where it's like, This is why you buy VR. It's better than anything else you can, you know, you can get like, there's no other video game experience that gives you that. Um, Mm -hmm. The style, the style is kind of like the, it, it has like the telltale esque walking dead. Everybody's not cartoony, but kind of like that. But it's also, it's a bit more realistic than those games are too. It's Mm -hmm. like a a mix. It works. It works really, really well. Um, It doesn't make me sick. I like moving around. You walk with the joystick and you can look with your eyes. And if you look with your eyes, your general directions you're walking will walk Changes. that way. Yeah. So it's very, very good. You're not like clicking over here, putting a marker down and then zip upping the forward. Tel- the teleport option. Yeah, no, no, this yeah, feels good. Um,
2: do, you, do you get that sensation when you start moving forward though, that your whole body's like, Oh, we're moving right now and then you kind of like, Okay, I'm I'm okay.
0: I don't. And I think okay, it's because when, this teetering effect. when you move in the game, the vision kind of like silhouettes, especially like when you turn. And I was reading that they're doing that specifically to like lessen that feeling. And there's even uh, okay. a slider in the game where you, if, you, if you still don't feel like you can turn it up. It's like, you know, like less motion sickness and you turn it up and it'll, it'll enhance that gotcha. effect even more. The really cool thing that I think about this game is that the entire like HUD is your body. So all of your hmm. weapons are in your backpack. And to grab your backpack, you take your controller, you reach it over your left shoulder, you pull the trigger and you literally pull your backpack out and you grab things out of it. yeah then you can strap them to both holsters on your right and left hip. You have a flashlight on your left sh- on your uh, left shoulder. so you can grab your flashlight, you can turn it on, you can still put it on your shoulder, you can clip it to your shirt and it'll stay on. And then on your right shoulder you have like a, a journal in your pocket. you pull out the journal. And it shows you your map. It shows you your mission. It shows you what you're supposed to do. You can look at letters that you find and stuff like that. And it's like you're flipping through a notebook. And that's happening like zombie you in real time as you're sitting out there totally like able to be killed. Um, So it has that intensity, too. And um, the world looks decayed and decrepit and detailed. Lots of stuff left over, like, you know, children's toys and things, you know, like all kinds of overgrowth and pipes bursting and things like that. That's in there. It's not like some bland, generic world. Like, it's it's all there. It's fully realized. Now, who takes off their backpack by going like this? Get over
1: his arms. You got you to gotta take one arm at a time. Like, reality, my ass. Um, so, you, you mentioned the sickness thing a little bit. So, we did a question here from Brian. Um, he wants to know how long can you play at a time and not get the headaches nausea so on and so forth or do you
0: not experience these problems I have experienced those problems before um, when I was playing on PlayStation VR I was really excited to play like paranormal activity or something like that and I mm-hmm. that game made me almost sick to my stomach like within 15 minutes I was like I can't do this I traded in the next day um, I haven't had that experience with Oculus yet, with any of the games that I've been playing any of these games none of them have made me feel that way I think it's Honestly, I, it's, it's hard to explain why this might be the case, but I think if you've ever played PlayStation VR, I think you'll understand it. It's crazy how freeing it is to know that you don't have a cord that you're tethered to anything because when you have a cord, you're almost hesitant to move because you don't know where the cord is and you don't know where you are. So even though you like, you can move, you're not like really going to move when you have no cord now with the Oculus, I'm moving everywhere. Like we clear the room, uh, Kevin. The other thing I did not in the yard. I didn't tell <laughs> you about AV this, flavor. but I think you'll think it's really cool when you play Oculus. Um, you take the controller, you draw a safe space on the ground. So, like when you play the game, it boots up and you see your surroundings, like this matrixy grid of your surroundings, and you basically draw your boundary and you go, "Here's my safe space. I'm going to play hmm. it in this circle." Kevin, here's the cool thing: it remembers the circles you draw in all the rooms of the house. So like if you draw oh, wow. in the living room and you draw one in the basement and you go back to the living room and you turn it on, it's like, here's your guardian. Do you want to change it? You're like, no, this is exactly the, the hmm. space I left the other day. And you can go from like room to room and it, it'll remember it recognizes where you are. It recognizes where the floor is and it sets your height based on like how yeah. you set in and all that. Like it's, it's, Oculus is really blowing me away. It's big brother. It's next level stuff, man. It's, it's really, really good. It's just, man, it's, it's better. Like it's just, I, I don't. I don't want to say bad things about PlayStation VR, but, like, these experiences are not very comparable. Like, it is Well, no, so it's, and that's the thing.
1: PSVR better. has been pretty much
0: established as,
1: hey, this is a great entry point for VR. Yeah, it is. You've now escalated from, you tried it out, and you're like, okay, I like certain things that happen. Now I want to get the real deal, and oh, now more. you're into that world. Right. Where Lucas was like, I know greatness. I'm jumping right into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I've been alone for three years in, yeah. this, in this space, so, yeah, I don't know about that, but I... I actually experienced, coming from specifically just the PC side, where you really have to worry about whether or not your PC can run this or not, Mm -hmm. uh, I played Project Cars for the first time, and I'm always excited about a game where you sit in a cockpit because they seem to... Man, that sounds really bad. Uh, they seem to I was thinking
0: that I was like, man, ESVG Prime.
2: <laughs> they uh, they seem to really sell the the feeling of depth and everything because you you know you have this. It feels like you're sitting in a car or a, a jet fighter or mech or whatever. Um, so I was excited to play Project. Uh, I almost said Project Gotham Racing. Gotham Racing, me too. I love playing that one in VR. (laughs) Yeah, Project Cars. And uh, here's the problem. I didn't know what to set it to. So I just kind of left it where I normally would have Mm -hmm. outside of VR. And it ran at like 30 frames per second, but I didn't realize it because I was in VR and I played it for about five minutes. And they recommend you get about 90 frames per second, uh, 75, depending on what you're playing. And suddenly, I just I'd never had motion sickness before in my life, really. And all of a sudden, this just awful, like green feeling, you know, in cartoons when somebody's face turns green and you're just like, oh, I felt like that. And it lasted for like 15 minutes. It was horrible. Um, And that's when I realized, oh, I really have to be serious about what these games are running at i can't just go like i'll just set it to maximum settings and then deal with it later uh no it really does make a difference even from somebody who doesn't get car sickness or headaches really or anything like that other than that i pretty much can go however long i feel like going in vr i haven't ever really timed myself when i played saints and sinners the first time
0: i played for about three or four hours straight
2: yeah Yeah. if it's working it shouldn't be a a problem unless you're very, very, and and uh, f- so for anybody listening, that.
0: that game doesn't run on the Quest standalone. That's a Rift yeah. game uh, that mm-hmm. I'm playing through my PC. So that's a big part of why I got the Oculus, is I have this new PC, so I can plug it in and run it. I've had no problems running any VR games through the, through the through the Rift, but I've got a pretty beefy PC now. So another
1: thing for folks to consider, besides you know potential headaches, knowledge depending on the person, of course, is glasses. Now you both wear glasses i know lucas specifically goes out to try and get contacts when he wants to play VS yes, especially yes. so chaufey asks is
0: the oculus glasses wearer friendly uh, overall so the quest is your takes on that the okay. quest comes with its own little comfort thing for people that wear glasses that basically set the screen just a little bit further from your eyes than normal so it's like yeah. they have two different settings. It's like if you wear glasses, put this in here. If you don't wear glasses, like leave the foam in. So you just like rip the foam out, put the foam back in. And I play with glasses on and I have no problems at all. Nice.
2: They've come a long way because I can, I have like chunky glasses, much larger, than, plus my head is wide anyway, much larger than yours. And um, I could never play with glasses on, quite honestly, but I do know if I hadn't, Gotten contacts around the same time anyway. They do make lens kits that you can swap out the lenses that are in the Oculus with whatever your prescription is. It's not Mm -hmm. super cheap, but it's not the cost of glasses or contacts. That's crazy. Wow. Um, Or maybe it is like the cost of buying contacts, and you can swap them in, and then you don't have to worry about wearing anything. You can just, you know, do anything. I didn't even know that. It's
1: like wearing nothing at all. (laughs) Exactly, except for a hot
2: sweaty warm oculus rift headset on your face (laughs) so speaking
1: of a hot sweaty warm headset the other thing i think some people um forget to consider if you're not in this vr landscape is yep you're wearing the big uh, dorky helmet thing going on and you got the your controllers in your hands you're playing things there audio not included so that's a separate thing you need to think about so
0: nathan asks what are you using for headphones but here's the thing with the quest is the audio is included you don't have to wear headphones Oh, yeah. But it has Same audio that projects towards your ears and it's good. It's not like bad. It's not like this throw in thing. Mm-hmm. It's very, very good. Um, we don't play with headphones. So yeah. I, I know Nathan is the audiophile. He's going to play with headphones whenever possible. Yep. We don't. We we literally just turn the speakers on and we just play and that's it.
2: Yeah. Uh, so you have like the. It's not really. Okay. So this is what I have. This is what comes with the Rift. It's kind of looks just like your basic pair of on. Oh, we don't have that yeah. at all nine dollar headphones you know but they're actually really really good and the reason why if they are detachable so if you're worried and want to go all audiophile you can take these off i have not because i do not want over the ear headphones when i'm playing vr so that i can still somewhat hear the, sure. the room around me because yep. The thing about VR when you're down in a basement by yourself is as soon as you put the headphone or the headset on, you feel like there's a murderer in the room who's about to stab you at any minute because you're <laughs> by yourself. You're just like, what's going on around me? Um, so, yeah, it, they're good. So I, I never felt the need to swap them out.
0: This is the quest. Um, you can see there's no like flaps or flanges for ear pads or anything like that. It's yeah, just there. You can plug in headphones if you want. Any headphones that you have, it doesn't matter. You don't have to have special headphones. Plug in any headphones. But even as it is right now, it has speakers that project the sound towards your ears and you can hear it perfectly. It's just that's kind of cool. It's not a problem at all. Nice. So, yeah, Nathan, you don't need to no darn headphones. Oh, you know, Nathan has, like $700 headphones.
1: Dolby uh, Sennheiser's in his Dolby Atmos in his, <laughs> yeah. Atmos in his, in his VR. Um, all right. So, we've talked a lot about VR, but we got one last question to kind of wrap things up here from. Nathan Thomas, here again. What have been your top five VR experiences so far? Go.
2: Uh, I have seen both of you. We're, we're say, short of time.
1: You talk over each other. Go. If you
2: want a second, I already answered this question wrote down my notes so that I could answer ahead. it pretty quickly. Uh, so number five, I talked about it before uh, in our VR special, but Wolf in the Walls is a really cool cinematics experience as a refresher. It's the one where the character that you watch draws you into the into existence. And I sat down on the floor with her. Um, I, I helped her and her mom jar uh, jam, basically, like there's all these little things that you do and you you're her imaginary friend, but you're also kind of real. It's it's really interesting. It's like a 20 minute experience or something like that. Very cool. So a, a cool cinematic experience. And there's a lot of other cinematic uh, movie esque things that you can watch for free. Uh, a game called pickup league pickup league hockey is uh, a sports VR game. Obviously it's hockey that is pretty much dead right now, as far as I can tell, but it's a good kind of like, could I ever play, um, NHL 2025 and have it be in VR? Could I play as the goalie in VR? Could I, be a, a center in VR. And in this, you know, it's a little awkward, but you're, you're skating, you're shooting the puck with, with your actual, uh, like you would in the Wii or anything like that, that you're moving, uh, your movements translate into the game. So they do not have goalies, but you can shoot. And I mean, if you're into hockey, that's really all you need unless you're a triple bully. deke. Oh, Exa- all, all, all day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Number three, this was a really interesting experience. It was the Reggie Watts in Altspace VR uh, comedy special. You had to basically reserve your spot. And uh, this was early in VR, too. And I did that. And it was a really cool multiplayer uh, experience that they did not have the bandwidth for at all. Everyone was (laughs) lagging the whole time. It worked for probably about five to 10 minutes. And then everyone was getting dropped constantly. Like it was way too popular. Uh, But it really showcased the dregs of humanity because you got the you're not funny. And like people somehow got up on the stage, even though they weren't supposed to be able to or something (laughs) like that. It was just really not that great. But it was a really cool, interesting experiment that they did. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, a fun multiplayer experience. Number two, Dread Halls. This is a horror game that I actually had recommended to Donnie. I told him that it wasn't really gonna blow your mind probably, but it was my first experience in one of VR, in a VR game period basically. But it's also a horror game in which you are trying to navigate labyrinths and mazes and you have these creatures that are following you, but they're not, They don't react exactly like you would expect. For instance, there's a gargoyle statue that only moves when your back is turned. And so when you turn around, it will have moved closer to you, which doesn't sound that frightening until it's in VR and it's physically looking like it's getting closer (laughs) to you when you turn around and it's right in your face. That's scary. Um, Like zombie U effect. Yes. uh, I thought of the weeping sister, whatever. Yes. Weeping angels. Yeah. Weeping angels. Uh, Very, very interesting game from that aspect. I mean, if you go through it going, oh, I'm playing a VR game, how could I get scared? You probably won't get scared. But if you let your mind go into that space, you will find a lot of horror games that are very, very scary. Uh, Number one, number one top overall game like this VR thing could work as a game, as a killer app type deal. Robo Recall. Uh, I got this for free because I pre-ordered the rift, I think, or something like that. Basically it was free, uh, but it wasn't done yet. And so when it finally came out and was ready, you know, I assumed, okay, this is going to suck because it's free, but it's from the Oculus studios. So how bad could it be? Right. I downloaded it. Basically it's a shooter game. You can shoot with both hands. You pick weapons and you navigate through uh, these city streets in a futuristic Uh, city setting and you do have to teleport to get places, but the gunplay is so good. Uh, You're, you're fighting against these robots that have a very specific look and you're basically recalling all of them by destroying them sometimes you have to pick them up and throw them into this portal. Uh, Other times you just destroy them. But the way that you can destroy these things, it's not just a shooting game. You can use your fists. You can grab them and pull them apart. The way they like jump up and get launched in the air when you shoot them with certain weapons and you can juggle them and and all sorts of things. Plus you're dodging bullets the whole time. You're dodging getting shot by them. Uh, There's boss battles here and there. It was really, really awesome. I got so engrossed in the game that I play in my basement and I have a shorter ceiling that's only about seven, seven and a half feet. And there's these flying enemies that are basically drones. And I forgot that I can't really shoot upward. So I went to I like, yeah, I basically punched the ceiling. I have done that with my ceiling fan. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that'd be way worse. But yeah, I smashed my fingers on the ceiling. And I'm like, Oh, wait, I can't, I can't shoot directly above me. Uh, but yes, that was one of the first uh, games where I was just like, this is an actual game. Like, this is something that I could recommend to somebody and they wouldn't, I wouldn't feel bad. Like, you know, it's not done or it's done by like one person. So it kind of sucks. But you get yeah, the feeling yeah, of blank, whatever. No, fully polished game. Uh, really good. So I Bob didn't over. create a list
0: beforehand, so I think my list would be just me saying a bunch of other things, so I'll just read off a few highlights. Um, for Nathan, 100%, that Vader experience in Oculus is awesome. I want to do that, yeah. It's really good. And the reason that I think, uh, the reason that I know he's going to love it is It is it doesn't, like, retell you Star Wars. It kind of, like, ventures off, and it's, like, it's not, doesn't change the canon, but it's, like, a different angle. So from a story perspective, if you're a Star Wars fan, there's a lot to be desired. From a gameplay perspective, I think moving around in it's like weird. It does the teleporting thing, which I hate. Yeah. But when you have the moments where you're wielding lightsabers, boy does it work. It works so good. There is this one moment, spoil a little bit, where you are basically fighting off droids back to back with Vader, like he's covering oh, this side cool. and you're covering this side, and the dudes are dropping in from all angles, and you've got to take them on, dude. Like that's VR. Like how better. And Kevin, you when you uh, you click the trigger. Like you grab the, the the lightsaber, you click the trigger, and it goes, yep. and you're just like, oh. and it has the training game that you see in the movies. You have the oh, yeah, it's a training game. A little yeah. droid yep. comes in, starts shooting stuff, and it does that. Um, Jack loves that little training game. So 100% for him. Um, I really like Drop Dead Dual Strike. It's basically um, like House of the Dead VR. Basically, and that's kind of what it is comic-y little thing. Um, I think it's really good uh, to date. I don't think I have played better things than Beat Saber, Pistol Whip, and Saints and Sinners. Like those, those games are are fantastic. I need to Beat Saber. Yeah, those, Beat Saber. I, I've I have now bought Beat Saber and all DLC on PlayStation VR digitally. So like when I traded to Josh, Josh got none of that, and then <laughs> bought it all again on Oculus. Like just happily, just give it all. Just and I probably will buy it on Steam so I can hack it through Steam VR and play it that way as well um beat saber is the new rock band it's my it's my favorite like we really love that to to be able to, to take the oculus with us in a little pouch no less not like a big thing yeah, no I box no console anything like, like a that.
2: headphones like when you have over the here headphones and you have we that can hard play beat saber
0: days. wherever we can go to the cabin and play it like no internet required or anything like that's it's worth it like it's so it's so really really good um so those are great games i want to ask you a question um both of you i mean i guess kevin can answer in this too um are there any current existing games lucas that you would like to see in vr because i've got a couple Ooh.
2: well i mean i told you about resident evil 7 that was supposed to be in vr and i can't believe that. Yeah. i don't know what they're waiting for it's unbelievable
0: well you know the resident evil 8 it's supposed to be all first person that just screams vr yeah
2: yeah that would be nice um honestly though it is a little hard to play horror games all the time it 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 if you're the type of person who who like can only play a horror game for so long and has to set it down, it's even worse in VR. I mean, if you talk about your heart rate being risen the, the entire time, so oh man, can I? The think best of horror anything? experience
0: that I've played was PlayStation VR's Blood um, Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. <laughs> you're basic. It's basically a shooter. You're in a little roller coaster, and you're going through like this, you know, horrific carnival type thing and horrific carnival type things pop out at you while you go through the two things. That's basically <laughs> nice. what it is. I mean, I think
2: like a Gears of War or a Halo would really kind of work in this scenario. I don't know like what the game would be, but I think those almost um, superhero-esque, like that world, those worlds, bombastic war everywhere, just completely entranced by the entire environment. Yeah. I think probably Halo, maybe a little bit more because it wouldn't have to be so brown and gray. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off of yours
0: one... and I'll see your Halo and I will raise you one Lynx crossbow training. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, the two games that <laughs> immediately come to mind is how much I'm fun it would Switch. be if I could play Call of War as in VR like Gunslinger oh, yeah. or Kevin Fatal Frame in vr oh, being able to move that'd be messed up that's a heart attack stuff, that would be ideal
1: yeah the, the ones that popped for me um right away i was actually in like a far cry game in vr would be awesome because those worlds and like the bow and arrow mechanics or even the gunplay mechanics that could be fun um but then because it's me fallout now, yeah. it's not a beautiful looking game as far as you know the color schemes of Lucas was literally just describing. <laughs> you know, greens and grays. But imagine having that feel of being in like the power armor. They do have just Fallout Four VR. Yeah, but I heard it was not good. They just kind no, of better yeah, than faked the VR, just like the Skyrim no. VR was just kind of like uh, forced into yeah,
2: it. Yeah, you need it needs to be a full. It can't be a
1: port. No, it needs, no, to, be it needs to be designed up. for VR, not not ported to VR. I agree. Yeah. All right, I think that wraps up the VR then. So let's, let's move on to the other questions we got, non-VR related. So it's time to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. First one comes from Caro, because I called them out. I picked three people again to call out this week and make them give us questions. Uh, first one was Caro. Would, it, would being a mail carrier suck? Um, I actually thought about this randomly last week i'm like it's kind of a sweet gig because you kind of just go you do your route and you're done mm-hmm. like if it takes you all day it takes you all day if it takes you two hours you get paid for the whole day it's not like you report back to do something so that's kind of cool weather sucks though yeah but you're just left alone you can just do your own things so that's kind of good i'm gonna take it up a step notch higher and say being caro's mail carrier
0: would suck yeah that, <laughs> the that amount that of packages really from good.
1: japan if something's She's like or late.
0: She's going to kill people. She's like, like at the post office. She's like what happened? Where were you today? Um Okay, I'm still in the chat. <laughs> the the average salary for a mail carrier is about 32,000.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's not I mean that that that'd
1: be problematic. That'd be problematic, but like instead of going post like Carol goes postal on the postal service. Not like it's vice versa here. So it's like
0: Yeah, it's not. I mean our post office like so we leave our our mail um, person like cookies for Christmas and give them candy on Halloween and stuff like that. So we try to make it nice and stuff like that. We have like three
2: different mail carriers. So I don't even know, like, I don't like one of them. I don't know. I should say he seems to be the guy who always shows up two hours later than everybody, you know, and he was on his phone one time. So I thought about calling the (laughs) post office and telling him, um, but, uh, yeah, I don't even know if the person I meant for them to get anything would actually get it. But
1: I think uh, you stole my my grocery store ad. <laughs> that's so Right,
0: I, I take care of the person. I have a lot of packages that's delivered. Like I'm gonna even give them some sugar cookies, some candy. Like be nice just to the person. Some sugar. Maybe you know, she just give just, them sugar. Want <laughs> boxes. Sugar? I don't want boxes and things start going missing. But like I don't know what
2: happened. True. Um, but I've much like Kevin. I felt like if I could just pop in some headphones and walk around get some exercise in nobody talks to me the only bad thing would be waking up early to get the mail well you realize done. though, like
0: they have like packed like early. it's not like a leisurely job they have a lot of houses oh, know, it's yeah. like a like, packed schedule from start to finish yeah and you're not the done same you're done. thing every day like you just keep going to the same route over and over again
2: i feel like that's like 80 percent of most jobs well About 95% of most jobs that I could do, but also 80% of every job ever. (laughs) But yes, yes, I mean, yeah, but. It's not like creativity in it. If I had, well, yeah, exactly. Again, any of the jobs that I could attain. (laughs) Oh, come on. You know how easy it is to get back into the job market when you've gone to film school for a year too and haven't worked for like five years that's why my important. wife has not gone
1: back to work my wife won't go back to work because she can't like her job whatever job she would get would be so mundane and so pointless it's like no because she's been on the job market for so long being a stay at home mom it's like going back to work after that is almost like what are you gonna do work at a gas station or something like that she doesn't want to do that like screw that Yeah, um, I'm
2: supposed to be CEO of a company right now yeah
1: yeah Like, but like imagine like you see those people that like the direct traffic and they dance like what if you were the dancing mailman like I can see you doing that, Lucas. Get your little headphones in. Like I can see that oh, person yeah. getting arrested. <laughs> I can see Lucas
0: doing that once again. It's not like, bit by a dog. what it is. And you know, then I end just walking down the
2: street.
0: <laughs> <something>. <laughs> 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 heck yeah. You're, do your male folks actually walk? Like you guys yeah. keep talking walking. Um, My male
2: folks don't walk. They drive to the end of the street and street, they walk and they walk, to, walk up and down the yeah, street. Yeah, so
0: you guys yeah. live in like really, really condensed neighborhoods then yeah they got to they be flat like nobody you couldn't walk my neighborhood
2: when i was uh, a kid he drove they well he or she they uh yeah. drove everywhere because it's too far apart yeah mine just never
1: and 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 done not... <laughs> all right all right next question because we called them out bobby the nintendo guru if you could talk to any celebrity who has passed away who would it be and what would you say to them lucas uh, I would,
2: I'd hit up Prince, the artist formerly known and still known as Prince. And I would ask him, you want a party?
1: That's a good one. That's a good <laughs> answer. Yeah. So we'll, is this what it feels like when doves cry? Yeah. He'd be like, what? So
2: I can die again? No. Oh, D. Sure. Did you OD. actually
0: play table tennis with Jimmy Fallon? or he just make that up after you died. Did That really happen? <laughs>
2: No kidding. I need to know what's what's real and what he would still not tell me. That's true. He probably would barely even talk. He'd be like, "Wouldn't you like to know?"
1: I, I feel like know. he'd whisper everything. Like he wouldn't actually talk. You'd be like, "So Prince, what's it like being your revolution?" He like... just flashed his like, eyes well, at well, you. I'm sorry. What? I mean, you got to play
0: basketball. Like if Chappelle's anything, that gotta... is
2: true. I cannot. It better. He be was like court. three foot
0: two. He can't play basketball, dude. Apparently, he could ball. <laughs> Just yeah. like Michael Jordan, man. Turnaround, when I read that shots. book about him,
2: they said, yeah, he really – he wanted to play basketball apparently and it was some reporter and he thought he had a friendship with him and they were supposed to like hang out. I mean out at this
0: point, are you – Kevin, are you going to take the stance that you think Prince is not good at anything? Because I don't think it's been documented that he's not amazing at anything he wants to do. Oh, well, no. That's, that's right. <laughs> like thing like he's two, ever like, wanted to do, he's amazing at. Unfortunately,
2: <laughs> apparently he was a giant – a hole though, so he I mean, took he all of his like ability. Like and when then, you're
0: rich and that, like, I mean, yeah, that kind yeah. of comes we with. It. A, why would you not the, be
2: the typical bad childhood? His parents didn't love him, and now he can just be an a hole to everybody. And so. That's
1: why he wore pants with no ass cheeks.
0: Oh, so is that, that why? Mm-hmm. I, I don't have an answer. I don't know, man. I don't know everybody, if I'd like to. Like a celebrity, like I, I, don't know what I would ask them. Like, why would I? Don't know what I would ask a, a right, live you, celebrity, let alone a dead celebrity. I
1: don't know. Right, so what would you do with them if you could pick somebody? Then, like, <sighs> what <you do? laughs>
0: not, not like that, Lucas. God, I'm sorry. You two are a perfect match for each other. Let me just say that. Um, okay, if there was a celebrity that I could uh, resurrect and talk to or hang out with, it would probably be Chris Cornell, only because okay. I was an absolute huge fan. And um, really treasured the one time I got to see him sing. And I wish I could have seen him more. Um, but that's really it. That's just because I'm a fan. Like, I don't know what I, if I have anything profound to ask him. Oh, yeah. You no, know? it doesn't. I don't think it needs
1: to be profound. Uh, ironically, we're all taking the mu- musician route. <laughs> I know, right? And, and this is what's funny is this was brought up in, in the Fluxapose Discord earlier. And this also came up in the DLC cast with Donnie. I would choose Johnny Cash yeah that's true man. and I'd want to hear number one I'd love to hear him just sing a song doesn't even yeah, matter what good. it is that's a good one. just just Hurt. one song acoustic guitar just him he's got better be a great one he's got better songs now. Right. I know <laughs>
2: but it makes me want to cry because he's so old and but I'd true. also want to hear
1: <laughs> just him tell stories that'd be good yeah like that's that's, a good one. that's all I'd want he did like I mean sing one song sure just to have that experience but I wouldn't be like I want my own private concert but like I, I just
0: want to hear the stories dude I'd want to go yeah. drinking with Johnny Cash. Well, I mean, like, there'd be sir, drinking involved, hands down. out. Like, please let me buy you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So that, that would be my answer. Um, last one we, we petitioned out for was Seth. He's the only one who gave us actually a gaming-related one. Um, what are some games that you've played years after they came out that you loved when you got around to playing them? Shadow of War is entering that territory. For him, AC Syndicate was also another one he had previously. So games that you played way too late that you ended up loving... Um, I'll go first in this one and and Horizon Zero Dawn so far for me is, is an easy one like I, I knew I thought I would like this game, but I don't think I realized how much I would like this game. That's well, a great I think game. That's why it slept on. Like because I was I was so much like Breath of the Wild. You know they came out like same time. So many comparisons. I mean I hate that they're the, destined the to world, always be compared. The bow to each other. and arrows. The color schemes are the same. Like you even know that, like even like, that's there. But yeah, not
0: I, I but they're not I, the same type of
1: game. I, I love Horizon
0: Zero Dawn. So I'm not going to come off this way. Yeah. But my my one detraction from Horizon Zero Dawn is that I I, didn't, I never I never really got into the open world part of it like it has a it has a beautiful world it's definitely like very mm-hmm. great to look at and it has these awesome monsters and combat scenarios but besides that there's not a whole lot out there you know like use like a a couple tombs you can go down get like some chips for upgrades and things like that mm-hmm. um but there's not like sprawling villages and all these other things that are, like yeah, yeah. really matter you know like yeah. that's the thing that I and this is not this is not really a What I'm trying to say is not meant to be a deterrent to Horizon Zero Dawn. It's just a difference. I'm just trying to point out a Mm -hmm. difference. We always compare these two games together because they came out together. Both are great at the same time. So they're going to be destined to be compared together. But Horizon Zero Dawn is like a linear open world game where Breath of the Wild is anything but linear. And like that fundamental difference alone, it's like these are very, very different games. We should stop comparing them against each other.
1: No, it's just the same time they came out, the, the similar thematics slightly there but like for instance like i love the fact that horizon zero dawn doesn't have puzzles i don't need to do these shrines that are essentially just giant puzzles yeah. I, I that's one of the least favorite things i had in breath yep. of Wild, which it knows what it, it does such a huge component it does like, action it. combat and crafting right and that's all you I, do I, i'm not worried i love not having to worry about stamina climbing up something i'm not i don't need to worry about like am i gonna fall off this mountain trying to get halfway up yep or change clothes to be warm like I, those are the things like i'm glad i don't have to worry about but they're two very different games they're just because they came out at the same time They have a bow and arrow, same color schemes, you know, (laughs) open world, you know, so on and so forth that they're always destined to be tied together. But for me, that's my
0: pick. Uh, Donnie, one of yours. Does it have to be like a good or a bad game? No, it's just you loved it when it Mm. came out years later. I mean, I played Shadow War last year and I loved it. You know, I probably put in 10 or 15 hours, so I'm like kind of there with him. Deadly Premonition probably counts. I would say I loved that yeah, game. Like, yeah, I loved yeah. that game. I just played that it. I came way. See, I think a lot of those games would be like ones that like reviewed bad and scared me away. Like, uh, I mentioned on Shaq last night, I'm playing Resident Evil 6, and everything I've ever been told about is bad, and I'm quite enjoying it. Like, I'm actually having some fun with Resident Evil 6. I think it's pretty good. Um, dying Light was that way. I didn't get into Dying Light mm. until the collection came out like the collector's edition I yeah. had all the DLC that's when I got yeah, in because I had a friend know. that was like these games are amazing you've got to you got to play this game and so I think I got in Dying Night like a year later and it's probably one of my favorite games of the generation um, Mafia 3 Titanfall 2 I had Titanfall 2 until it came out on EA Access I never yeah, played the game because yeah. I played Titanfall and I was like hate this game um, but Titanfall 2 is so much better than Titanfall 1. Um, yeah. um, but Mafia 3 I liked a lot, too. And everybody trashed that game when it came out, and I I I liked the game. It was fun. Yeah, okay. Lucas?
2: That leaves me. Uh, Psychonauts would be the obvious choice <laughs> Yeah, i right. talked about it. But, uh, you know, speaking of games that I feel like nobody liked, I was so into Mad Max, and I got on that train when that game was, like, eight bucks or something (laughs) Uh, or I should say into that car but I loved the mix of Batman-esque combat with the car combat and the upgrading mechanics like making your car better like it it just all for some reason me specifically I won't say it's a great game the story was terrible what a letdown but uh, actually playing the game I haven't had that much fun playing a game and not worrying about the story in a long time uh, and then also evil within. Was, Ooh, oh yeah! I came into that late, and uh, it's funny. I started playing it, and I didn't. I wasn't feeling it. And eventually, I was like, "All right, I'm going to play this. It's it should be good based on its pedigree, right?" So I'm playing it, and and it it starts clicking with me, and you know, before I know it, I've beaten the game. So, and mm-hmm. and had a good time doing it too. And it's weird because. People talk about it, but I don't feel like I know anybody who is really into it. Yeah. And um, so I kind of feel like it's sort of a game that uh, is mine, you know, like for me, I I enjoy it. Not like uh, solely, but uh, one of those things that not everyone's talking about. And I can say, huh, well, have you tried this game? (laughs) <laughs> I want to I came this close to buying it it's like, like all of us $1. we all
0: played Evil Within like none of us played yep. the second one no I did not play the second one we all liked the first one like, I liked the first one I wouldn't go yeah. crazy to defend it like I just liked no, no, it it was no. good
1: but, but the but second was, one looked like it was going to be better
0: and none of us, none none of us played, played it. it and that's why they didn't make it anymore that's why we have Ghostwire Tokyo well you know <laughs> that's what why a, Bethesda, that's why Bethesda only makes bad games that's a good reason why that's a good thing we well, have Ghostwire Tokyo to look forward to It's like instead of another one yeah maybe yeah Um,
1: All right, so Nathan sent in three questions, but we're only going to do one tonight. I'm going to save the other two for next week, Nathan. So uh, you've got enough airtime here. So because (laughs) it's going to be timely, although not really because by the time this airs, it will have already happened, but our predictions for, in air quotes, the big game, because we can't say what it is. Otherwise, we'll get copyright infringement and the NFL will shut us down. We don't need that. Um, His heart says 49ers over the Chiefs, 31 to 24. I'm never one to predict the score. But I am saying I am hoping the 49ers win as well because uh, Jimmy G, former Patriot, I'm rooting for them.
0: I really don't care, but I think the Chiefs will win because I think they got the better quarterback. Yep. And uh, I think the – as great as San Francisco's D-line is great, all-time great. Like they are very, very good. But I think Mahomes will extend plays. He'll he'll maneuver. He'll run around, and mm-hmm. that will be enough to win in the end. That offense is next level. Yep. That's – very fair.
2: Lucas? As a guy who didn't even know that the Patriots weren't in the Super Bowl <laughs> for once, and as somebody who looks at these teams and goes, oh, the red jerseys versus the other red jerseys, um, <laughs> good job. I think I will peg the 49ers to win this one. I have a score,
1: 28 to 17, for okay. no other okay. reason than because
2: I pulled it out of my bum.
1: Okay. okay. Now who's going to win the halftime show, Shakira or J-Lo? <sighs>
2: We're J-Lo. all going to win because they're going to come out together. And...
1: Correct answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're pick, you're a J Lo. You're picking J Lo, huh?
0: Yeah, she's going to do, you know, whatever she has to steal the spotlight. I don't think she's going to give up any spotlight to Shakira too much.
1: And I mean, like Shakira has like two songs I could name,
0: and every yeah. J Lo just has more. Maybe like. you're, maybe you guys feel differently. Everybody that I know that knows Shakira just makes fun of Shakira. I feel like Shakira could come out of here with like a meme. She could go viral for the wrong reasons. And like she will. <laughs> JLo could just win by default at that point. But um, they're supposed to do a Kobe tribute. So hopefully that'll go well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So that wraps up this week's messages. Thank you for sending them in Uh reminder. We'll just continue calling out whoever we feel like each week. And then of course you could always send yours in as Nathan did and we will get to them. As long as we can. So, it's been a week, guys. We're running long, but we're going to do some quick hits here because it's our due diligence here at PSVG Prime. It's time to check out the news of the week.
0: I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel.
1: Because Lucas and I are very, very cheap, all the news segments are going to be about what you can get for free. This month, Freedom! amongst all the services, and I should say air quotes free because Donnie doesn't like it we say free when it's a subscription, <laughs> but PS Plus for February, dropping some big ones, coming out with Bioshock the Collection, because oh. has the original Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite in their remaster forms with all of the DLC, not just some of it, all of it, and wow. The Sims 4 which is, you know, that's not for everybody, but that is an extremely big popular game. And then lastly, exclusive for PSVR, Firewall Zero Hour. So they're bringing out three games, one exclusively for VR, which we thought was going to happen a little bit earlier when they stopped with the Vita and stuff like that. I was kind of figured they'd do this every once in a while, and this is kind of the first time they're doing it. But those games are out there. I am um, a huge Bioshock fan, so I can't speak highly enough of that. So anybody who doesn't have these snag that up for sure. We need to finish the second one. Yeah, you do. Big Sister. Herb, yep.
0: Uh, is it true that the DLC is better than the game? I've always heard that, but I never went through the second. I have never played the DLC. Oh wow! So I,
1: I and I have the remaster on PlayStation. And I just haven't gotten around to it because after I got the Xbox, I pretty much only
0: played Xbox. I, I have up it until my Xbox, my new right? streak. I don't know. Do you? You should have it. I mean, I played Infinite on it. Can't buy hey. it standalone, right?
1: Mm, I don't know. I you
0: definitely can, have it on PS4. I think so. you have it on
1: Xbox. Okay, so I have it on both. Um, but very big games there. Good month for them. Um, Xbox though, eh, not so much. So games with gold for February 2020 Who cares are... about games with gold on Xbox anyway. It's true. Like, it's like, true. Like, but this is sorry, a, but a non-point.
0: Frozen. Like we, like we're all looking forward to their next rollout of. Of uh, Game Pass games, and they're going to be... We're gonna get, which we're going to get to that. We're going to so. get to that. So, Games
1: of Gold, TT uh, Isle of Man, which is a uh, racing game. Uh, you have Call of the Cthulhu, Fable Heroes, and Star Wars Battlefront. Um, Dude, I hate Fable here Heroes
0: here when it was interesting
1: It interests me at, at all, except for maybe Call of the Cthulhu, so I might have you redeem that one, Donnie, but that would be the only one.
0: Okay. Um, fable Heroes is like Castle Crashers, but with Fable skins, but the art's bad. Well, it's yeah. not like bad, it's like cartoony, but it's not like Fable good. Well, it's
1: it's so that game has a 55 on Metacritic oh. with an average user score of 4.1. When that game so, came thanks. out, I was so angry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so as you <laughs> stated, what most people care about now more is Game Pass, and Xbox has only said that they're having a big month lined up for February. Big month, have, have, doing that as a tease. Which the only thing we know is, of course, Ori and Will of the Wisp will be hitting on February 11th. Sure. So we know we're getting that one for I mean, sure. No, game no game this Pass. is March. They got delayed it. It's March. Is it March now? Yeah, yeah. They delayed it. They delayed That's it a long February time ago. Yeah. Oh, it's March 11th. Sorry. Yep. yep. As I was gonna say it's
0: coming up my birthday. Because yeah, here's the thing: because I've got, I've got Ori, Animal Crossing, Mystery Dungeon, and something else. and they're all coming out in like eight days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh no, Doom. How go- Doom? Doom, came up. So Doom so I, yep. yeah, and like, Doom. so I'm gonna have to figure out how to play Doom and Ori and Animal Crossing and Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> well, at least Animal Crossing, it's like you'll never beat that
1: game. So True. that that you could just pick up and play little pieces. Be yeah, everything else. That's going to be a bit tougher. Um, so yeah. So actually, so yeah, we have no idea what's coming in February. Then, with that being said, um, boo! Epic Game Store. They give out games weekly. So for anybody listening now, you can actually get three games, hmm. and they're all board games. Uh, so as of February sixth, you'll be able to get. Uh, Carson, I don't know. Sure, Carcassone. thank you. Yeah, it's a board game. Um, Ticket to Ride and Pandemic. All three are board games, actually, yeah. that you'll be able to get on there, which I think, uh, Lucas, you and I will have to have a date with uh, with Josh and Kyle and do
0: some... Uh, These are actually free. games. No subscription yes. required. You just go nope. log in and get free they're, games. They're legit free. They're I've gotten 12 free. free games from the Epic yeah. Games Store since December. Yeah. Yep. Every
1: week they're doing it. They said that they're, they're going to continue doing it at least through all of 2020 as well. Crush it. All 2019...
2: February isn't board game month, but it certainly seems like they should have held this
1: uh, onto this for a board game month. <laughs> that is very true. That is weird. But, yes, yeah, so you'll be able to get three of those games here.
0: I'm interested in seeing how
1: Ticket to Ride translates. Pandemic, I've never played, but I've always wanted to. So the Switch versions,
0: way. which I have no idea if it means anything to these, but the Switch versions of those games were yeah. not received no, well. I- I hmm. no, and
1: I think any of these types of games, board games, I think would only translate. And even then, it may not be great, but I think they would translate okay-ish to PC over. I
2: I see that they probably just want people to actually be playing these games yeah. because yep. if you go on he, online and try to play a game, there's like nobody there. Yep.
1: yep. yep. Uh And then lastly, uh, Twitch Prime. So if you have Amazon Prime, you get free games on Twitch Prime. Remember, Lucas? We talked huh? about this. Huh? How does you have uh, Amazon prime No, no Stadia so coverage?
0: Games. What do you mean? Lastly. Stadia doesn't give away games. They do. They they haven't. Stadia Pro for February. Nobody, you get nobody. Kevin. Nobody listens. You get Metro nobody, Exodus. Nobody wants that. And you get guilt. <laughs> You're right. Nobody wants it. Like, you have Metro Exodus that.
1: on everything,
0: including like, like I can't, I'm trying point. to give it back. I'm like, can they please take my name <laughs> yes. off the list? Like, please yes. take yes. the game back. Silos so are out there
1: for people that have that, but more importantly, more people have Amazon Prime, so you can get Narcos, Rise of the Cartels, American Fugitive, Desert Child. Steridin and White Knight will all be available uh, for the month of February if you have Amazon Prime.
0: Aren't the Twitch folks doing like a
1: Devolver digital thing?
0: That was
1: before I thought. This is all February.
2: Ooh. Well, I say to this who's heard of any of these?
1: White Knight, I've heard of. I've heard of Narcos. White Knight looks cool from the screenshots.
0: Not heard great things about Narcos. Hang on a second. Well, the TV show, not the game. Oh, yeah, you're right. So it was for this past <laughs> month, so you just missed it. Yep. Did you get it I, out? I, I them all. Yeah, I grabbed them all. I grabbed them all. Good, them all good, every
1: good, time. good, good. Um, And then, of course, if you play games like Apex Legends, Destiny, uh, League of Legends, uh, PUBG, they always give away free stuff every month there as well, so you can redeem those if you have Amazon Prime. So just make sure you check out your Twitch Prime page. Link it up with your Amazon Prime. They're always giving away stuff every month, different things. So that wraps up the free games for you this month. And I think that's gonna wrap up the show for tonight. Put a bow on it. Put a put a ring on it. Not that's a really like don't put, put a bow put on like, what
0: exactly. Don't show. put a, a hunting bow
2: or else we're gonna get compared to Bow oh, and Arrow
1: game. Yeah. Arrow? Arrow's done. That that ended. CW canned it. Stephen Mill's gonna what about wrestle now or something. Cloak and dagger. That that ended a while ago. They canceled that before too. Hmm. I mean that was on freeform, was not it? Nobody nobody even knows what their <laughs> channel is. <laughs> <laughs> um so donnie since you were the guest where can people find you elsewhere besides guesting
0: on this show and hijacking it and talking vr and stuff you can find me weekly on our twitch channel twitch.tv psvg hosting the nintendo shack on thursday nights now um with my co-host jason Lacey. apparently i don't see how long this lasts as we start week as we start welcoming new guests and things like that as they come through i'm I'm really really excited. He is all about it. It's like newfound enthusiasm and uh, uh we just did our first shack um uh, with Jason back last night, and it was a lot a lot of fun and i can't I'm really, really happy he stepped back in so
1: and I trolled the entire episode. <laughs> That's true. I had a puking four year old next to me, and I had nothing to do but turn off all the lights and watch it on my phone and I trolled. The entire show. As is your right. It's true. It's true. So, Lucas, where can people find you if they just can't get enough through this show? I mean,
2: I also podcast with Jason Lacey on a Flux to Post podcast where we, I don't even know what we do. What we, Freeform Jazz, that's what we do, but in the form (laughs) of a podcast. Uh, Other than that, I'm hanging around PSVG Discord, uh, causing trouble. You should have a jazz flute. A jazz flute? Yeah. Mm. What's the difference between a jazz flute and a regular flute?
1: Jazz. One plays only jazz. Yes. <laughs> <Jazz>. It's <laughs> incapable of playing any other type of music. That's <laughs> true. Lucas. Obviously. Duh. Everything that comes mean, out jazzy.
2: I don't I don't uh, profess to be a flute master as you do. You're not a flautist? A flautist, no sir. Uh I make every Discord channel random, basically. That's my my role in life. That and being ant man of PSVG. So there you go. Mm. Forgot about that
1: good yeah. point. That's a good point. Um, so, yes, I encourage you to check out everything we do here in the PSVG Podcast Network. Head over to PSVG.blog to get links to all the things, our discords, all of the shows, uh, even Stadia, if you want to listen to that, um, <laughs> to find out more. For about however new, long we'll it lasts, it. and I actually mean <laughs> that one. Who knows that's how true. long that's going to last? That's true. Um, Patreon.com slash PSVG if you want to support us monetarily for what we do. We are gearing up all steam ahead for the psvg house party for e3 that's in full motion um something else kind of popped up in the discord today that patreon supporters gonna get more content from us um kind of out of the blue apparently we're gonna do something with the fast and furious series which ought to be kind of fun or ridiculous you know just more of what we do here uh but i encourage you all to check it out and thank you for listening to the waffle house of podcasts psvg prime but most importantly, as always, we ask that you never stop gaming. Now we need some jazz flute right here.
0: <coughs> Good night, do